Welcome, friends. You're listening to Read with Laura Joy. I'm Laura Joy Lloyd, your host and author of the stories we read here. This is the show where we read stories one portion at a time and spend a few moments appreciating the story behind the story. This is interactive serialized fiction. There's always more to the story and readers influence what happens next. Today we'll be reading from the Ren Island series, Part 1, Scene 12. In the last episode, an injured Amelia was returning to Ren Island when she had her first encounter with orcas. Then, snug in her bed at home, Amelia let her imagination fly. Now, we'll catch up with Allison and find out what she's thinking. We'll spend about four minutes reading. Then, stick around to learn more about Ren Island's hydrophone. Here we go. The Wren Island series by Laura Joy Lloyd, Part 1, Scene 12. Early on a January morning, Allison pulled on warm layers and headed for the beach. The winter sun cutting across the horizon created a brilliantly blue sky over the pale beach. When Ralph's boat came into sight, Allison joined the other islanders, people from the commune, several farmers, and other neighbors who had gathered at the landing. Everyone pitched in to help unload the new furniture and carry it up to Allison's house. Several sofas and tables went into the room with the piano. Comfortable chairs and a couple of writing desks went into the other room off the entry. Two recliners went into the television room. Bedroom furniture went upstairs. A rolling birdcage went into the sunroom. By the time every piece of furniture had been unloaded, it was lunchtime, so Allison and her aunt served the sandwiches they'd prepared. When everyone left, the humming house fell quiet again. Allison tucked her exhausted aunts into their new recliners and handed the television remote to Aunt Macy. Then she headed to the sunroom and transferred Miss Kitty and Marshall Matt Dillon to their new home. Using a tape measure, she verified that all the new furniture was exactly where she wanted it. She scrubbed floors and vacuumed rugs. She tidied the kitchen and ran the dishwasher. She disinfected the bathrooms, wiped the switch plates, and ran a clean towel across the smudged walls. She stepped outside and swept the entrance areas. She ran two loads of laundry, all towels. Finally, it felt like her own house again. And for the first time since the ants had arrived, it felt balanced. Two ants, two dogs, two birds. She peeked into the television room. The ants were sound asleep, the dogs snoozing around them. She pulled on her boots and a warm vest and headed for the beach. The hydrophone gong sounded as she walked. She scanned the horizon, climbed to the top of a boulder, and waited. There, a large pod of orcas traveling parallel to shore. The orcas dove deep. Allison pulled out her phone and listened until their songs grew distant. The sun was setting when Ralph's boat approached the landing. Two deliveries in one day. Allison climbed down the rocks and walked up the beach toward the landing. Ralph, the same Ralph who claimed he didn't get paid to provide passenger service, helped someone off his boat. The passenger was wearing a puffy coat over green and yellow striped leggings. On her head sat a wildly knitted cap with loose strings coming off at all angles. When the woman stood on tiptoe to whisper in Ralph's ear, Ralph chuckled. Look at that. 
Ralph had gotten himself a girlfriend. She seemed kind of familiar, though. Allison, Ralph waved, want me to carry this delivery up to your house, too? Why on earth would Ralph do that? Allison blinked at the spectacle and walked closer. The woman smooched Ralph on one whiskered cheek and batted long, false eyelashes at him. You've been fabulous, fabuloso. She pulled a yellow hat, a foam hat in the shape of a cheese wedge, out of a bag and popped it onto Ralph's head. Then she turned her attention to Allison. And you, Chicky, look absolutely stunning. Allison's heart seemed to sink. She didn't want it to. She wanted her heart to always be big and bigger. She wanted to be warm, generous, hospitable. You could do anything if you put your mind to it. She smiled and leaned into the arms that were reaching for her. Aunt Shasta, welcome to Wren Island. We just read from the Wren Island series, Part 1, Scene 12. Readers often ask me if there's such a thing as that cool hydrophone off Wren Island. And there is. Here in the Salish Sea, we have several hydrophones that scientists monitor to learn more about how whales communicate with each other. The rest of us tune in just for fun. Wherever you are in the world, you can listen to our Pacific Northwest whales sing. Click on the link in the show notes to learn more. The scene we just read concludes part one of the Wren Island series. Part two is already in the works. Thanks so much for joining me here on Read with Laura Joy. I'm Laura Joy Lloyd, your host and author of the stories we read here. To keep reading, subscribe to the podcast or click on my website in the show notes and subscribe to receive my emails. You'll be included in a bunch of fun stuff and you'll be right there with me in those special moments when real life inspires a story because this is interactive serialized fiction. There's always more to the story and readers influence what happens next. Thanks for reading with me.